Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And my name is Ozzy. In this episode, we are going to be reviewing The Commuter, The Post, and Call Me By Your Name, as well as discussing This Week in TV. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. How you doing? I am absolutely exhausted. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm uh, kind of obliterated. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been it's a while. Yeah. It's just been one of those weeks for me. I don't, I don't think it's gonna end for a while. <laughs> but, yeah. Um. I mean, I'm I'm hanging in there. <laughs> it's the best way I can. I'm, I'm hanging in there. How about how you doing? I'm doing all right. It's been a while since we've had an episode. I mean, we uh, we missed our midweek episode, which it was just a scheduling issue happens. Um, and then we're, this episode is going to be a little later than usual, and we apologize for that as well. Again, a bit of a scheduling issue, but we're working around it. And uh, we left you with a pretty big high because we had freaking a John Bailey interview, the Voice of Honest trailers, as our last episode. So you could repeat, like, listen to that one over again if you wanted to. It was a great episode. Yeah, man, sure. <laughs> I mean, I did the exact same thing. I just, I just put the episode on repeat. <laughs> So, yeah, um, in lieu of our Wednesday episode, you could have just, like, re-listened to that and given us another listen, you know? Never hurts. Um, So, definitely, if you did that, thanks. If you didn't, um, you should. Go listen to it again, or for the first time, whatever you want. Follow the trend. Um, Yeah, but since it's been been a while since we've had our last episode, like, there's been, like, random things that I just, like, wanted to, like, talk about. And now we have a, a pretty jam-packed episode, so I can't even really talk about it, which is a little frustrating. Um, but basically, like, I have been, for the past week or so, well, for more than the past week or so, but I've been really, like, kicking into high gear for the past week or so. I've been catching up on, like, all of the TVs. So, like, everything that I miss in, like, the end of November to in December, I've been just getting caught up on. So, I've had, like, so many things that I just, like, oh, I want to talk about this. Oh, I want to talk about this. And, like, I can't. And it's just, like, ah. Um, But, yeah. So, uh, maybe on the next episode, or maybe I'll talk about it a little bit when we talk about TV. But I have a lot of thoughts on things. and Like uh, what, man? Just a a lot. Okay, like, the Orville um, finished their season, and the Orville is so good. And everything I've heard about Star Trek Discovery from, like, hardcore Star Trek fans is, like that it's just kind of missing the point of Star Trek. And I feel like hardcore Star Trek fans really need to watch the Orville because honestly, the Orville is so, so much a just pure homage to Star Trek. And it just, it feels like such a classic Star Trek show. And I really, really loved that first season. I'm happy it got renewed and it didn't get canceled. Um, Is that the one with the Walking Dead girl? I forgot what her uh, name is. Uh, I don't think so. I mean, maybe she, maybe there is one, but um, um, uh, it's a Seth MacFarlane so show. Oh, it's a Seth MacFarlane show. Yeah, that's gonna be a comedy show. It is, and for act, well, it kind of is. And actually, the funny thing about the Orville is the comedy is my least favorite part of the show. Um, 
it's just it i'm telling you it feels so much like star trek <laughs> like it's just they, they go on these really really interesting and fun adventures and they ask some fascinating questions and that's what star trek that's what the original series did it and really all of the star trek has ever really done is just go on these fascinating and journeys that kind of end up asking philosophical questions and that's what the show has kind of done and the comedy sometimes works and sometimes doesn't but for me the stories are so fascinating that i don't really care that sometimes the comedy misses um but i quite enjoyed that first season uh i caught up on the crown uh, I, I finished binging The Crown because I had started and didn't finish it. Um, a plus. I freaking love The Crown. It's the best show on Netflix. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Uh, I already said I finished The Punisher. It's quite good. It gets better as you go along. Uh, I watched all of the... Um, I think I we briefly talked about I watched the crossover episodes and then I watched the finales. Uh, we'll get into that a little bit more as we get into TV, but basically what I'll say is the only good one out of the finales, I, the crossover I think I've said enough on, the only good one out of the finales is Supergirl. It's the only good one. Sorry. Uh, if you liked any of the other mid-season finales um, of those shows, I'm sorry, but the only one that actually kept me entertained and felt like a deserving mid-season finale was Supergirl. Um but yeah, I, I'm probably missing, so, like, I'm telling you, I've watched so much TV recently, I'm probably missing a bunch of stuff, but again, we'll talk a little bit more about it once we actually dive into TV at the end of the episode. Um, last thing I do want to throw out there, though, and this is like a random thing that has nothing to do with absolutely anything, but I just, I'm completely fascinated by it. You know Millie Bobby Brown, who plays Eleven on Stranger Things, one of the, yeah. clearly like one of the most iconic characters on TV right now. Um, she looks exactly, and it's like, it's a very haunting how much she looks like, exactly like a young Natalie Portman. It's so weird. Like, I'm telling you, Google Millie Bobby Brown, Natalie Portman, and look at the side-by-side -side comparisons. It is freaking crazy. She looks exactly the same. It's so weird, and I just, I think everybody needs to see this and just be in awe of how much they look alike i didn't i didn't me. think that, that was one of the things that you wanted to talk about no I mean, i'm telling you it's so I weird mean, whatever. You just google it it's crazy <laughs> um, but like i just saw it on the internet and i was like what the frick and then i kept looking i'm like what? they look so similar it's weird but anyway um let's get into these movies uh the first one we're gonna start with are you all right there Aussie? um I'm good. Okay. Are you good? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the first one we're going to start with is The Commuter. And you did not see The Commuter, so it's just going to be me. I'm going to keep it pretty quick. But basically, with The Commuter, I actually kind of enjoyed this movie. I wasn't expecting to. Um, I kind of was thinking, all right, it's another like generic, taken-type movie with Liam Neeson where he's just trying to get as many action movies out of, out of the way as he can um, because he knows he's not going to be able to do this much longer. And let's be honest, he probably shouldn't be doing this anymore anyway, um, these action movies, uh, I mean. But I kind of like this movie. It's, um, it's set up like a mystery and... Uh, the majority of the first part of the movie or the first half of the movie is 
a pretty interesting mystery. Like, I was kind of like, okay, like, I don't know what's happening, and I don't, I want to find out. I want to know the answers, and I want to know what's going on. And uh, we slowly are revealed what's happening, and it is pretty satisfying. It's a, as a mystery movie, it is actually pretty satisfying. And I will say this, the action was actually shot decently well for the most part like i wasn't expect like i was just thinking all right they're just gonna cut around liam neeson they're not gonna it's not gonna be good action that liam neeson can't move anymore and they definitely did a little bit to hide liam neeson in this movie but for the most part like there's actually a fight scene in this movie that's like pretty much from what i could tell like one solid take and you see everything in frame, and it's not a bunch of quick cuts to hide the choreography. Excuse me, I couldn't get that word out for some reason. And it was actually pretty entertaining. Um, and I'm actually a little bit fascinated by this director now, because I'm like, all right, what could he do with a bigger budget? Because I thought he did a pretty good job with the budget he was given. Um, now, that being said, I'll get into negatives here. Uh, this thing turns into just a giant over-the-top CGI mess at the end of the movie. It, the the last act of this movie is not good. It just isn't. Um, it's and really, it's not only the fact that it's this giant CGI like ridiculous over-the-topness thing at the end. It just kind of the movie change like once we figure out the majority of this mystery like it kind of just the movie just goes all right now what and then we just kind of stumble along for the last 30 minutes of the movie and it really doesn't feel like it needs to be there the movie almost feels like it's half an hour too long which is strange considering the movie is only an hour and 45 minutes but it feels half an hour too long but i guess that speaks well of the first hour and 15 minutes because i quite enjoyed that it's just that last half an hour is uh, not good, and ultimately it results in just an okay movie. And but again, I'm fascinated by this director. I want to see him him do more kind of things like this. So I'm giving it a six out of ten. Okay, not bad, not bad, not bad. Yeah, not bad for a January movie, that's for sure. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> All right. I haven't seen any 2018 releases still. <laughs> that's kind of crazy. Um, I'm, I'm, so I'm just. I'm myself just trying to catch up on like all this TV as well and just and just catch up on like all the Oscar movies. Yeah, and to be honest, what like, I have to say, like a kind of a little, I'm kind of underwhelmed. But we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. We'll okay, about it. We'll interesting. Talk about it. We'll talk about it. Man. All right. Well, let's get into that. Um, this one actually went wide in Jan in January, but it is a technically 2017 release. It is up for the oscars this year then what are we on the 90th oscars is this the 90th animal i think it is um but it is up for this year's oscars and we're gonna be talking about the post steven spielberg's the post starring um tom hanks and meryl streep they're the big names and then the cast is actually kind of floated um i believe bob odenkirk is in this as well um uh, and a bunch of people uh, alison Bree is in this even though she doesn't have a very big role uh, but Ozzy, what did you think of this movie, The Post? That was boring. If I'm going to be completely honest with wow. you. Wow. Um, okay. <laughs> I really, I really found myself um, really. It was hard for me to stay up. Honestly, I just it was one of those things where it was just like, okay, um, this is just one of those Oscar movies. Is this going to get nominated just because 
of Tom Hanks and Meryl Streep, which, I mean, I don't even think Tom Hanks should be nominated. But again, that's just me. Um, I just, I really didn't have a good, I mean, I thought it was like a solid script, a solid story, but I mean, it wasn't something that I thought was going to be, it wasn't something dramatic. It was just people just trying to find out the news and it was people trying to get news. And it it just reminded me of today's kind of media of who gets the story out faster and who has a, like the best story. And that's just not something that I found interesting in the film. That's just not something that I found very interesting. Um, to learn about i mean yeah it had to do with the vietnam war yeah it had to do with with um with you know several presidents lying about the vietnam war and and whatnot and they had some good scenes in there but for me it just i I wish it was executed a lot better because i really for me at least personally i really didn't feel the width i really didn't feel the depth of the situation um i didn't i really could care less about what was going on um, and I, 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 and I'm just being honest. I found myself really pushing myself to stay awake and nothing really, um, kept me up. You know, when everybody was talking about how good the post was, how powerful the performances are, I was expecting to see like, you know, total knockouts, just like we did last year with some of these performances, just like Casey Affleck. I was hoping to see Tom Hanks, or Meryl Streep pull another Gary Oldman this year, but they didn't. And um, for me, I mean, I, I, I just, I don't, I don't see it. I really don't see how these two um, could get nominations for Oscars. I'm actually quite disappointed wow. that they're actually getting nominated. Um, I think these people. I, I mean, I think, disagree with that. <laughs> I mean, no, because I feel that I feel that Emma Stone did a better job this year, and she's not even going to mention Jennifer Lawrence for mother i feel like i mean for me and i said it on the podcast when we reviewed mother for me that performance that she did at mother was better than the several lines playbook that's just my opinion but to me Jennifer lawrence and emma stone like they should be nominated Mm -hmm. and they're not even getting credit mary j blige for mud where's that name like i don't understand why she's not getting getting nominated she was amazing sorry in mudbound she was amazing in mudbound Mm -hmm. um I'm just not, you know what I'm saying? So like yeah. for me, I've seen like, I've, I've seen powerhouse performances this year. Um, you know, Saoirse Ronan, um, you know, but for me, Meryl Streep, she was super good. Don't get me wrong. And like, I really liked her performance, but for me, uh, it's not, it's not one of those performances that's, that's sticking out in, in 2017. It's just not. Okay. Um, I have a completely different read of this movie. <laughs> uh, fair, fair <laughs> to say. Um, now, that being said, I think the easy comparison and the comparison that most are going to make with this movie is to Spotlight, because it's about a newspaper running a controversial story and the decision of what they should po- like what they should put out there, what they shouldn't. Like it's, it's, I can see why people would make that comparison. And if I did that, I will say... Spotlight is a much better movie. To me, Spotlight was clearly the best movie of that year, the year it came out. What was it, two years ago now? Um, This is not that. I think this is a very good movie, um, but it's not a great one. 
but at the same time, I did not find myself bored, but I can completely understand why some, including yourself, I, and there are others, you're not the only one who is, feels this way, found this movie boring, but I did not personally. Um, now, I guess let's get into positives. Uh, you've kind of touched on, in a bad way, some of the, my biggest positives are the performances. Streep, to me, is, she's Streep. She, she's great in this movie, for me. Um... I think that she's probably going to get nominated. I haven't gone through, and we still haven't discussed how we're going to do this, like when we like figure out what should get nominated and those kind of things. Because we're, to be honest, we're kind of running out of time for that because nominations are going to be released on the twenty third. So I don't know when we're going to do that, but we'll figure something out. Um, and I haven't laid that out yet, but Streep, to me, I won't be mad at all if she's nominated. She is fan-freaking-tastic in this movie. I loved her in this movie. Hanks, I wouldn't be surprised if he's nominated. I don't think it's, like, a clear, like, oh, man, he needs what, to be nominated. What, what, what would he be running for, best actor or best supporting? I believe actor, but I'm not 100% sure. It's weird because this is a big ensemble, so it's kind of strange. I just, I'm, I, okay, just continue. No, continue. okay, but to me, the performances are definitely a standout here. I really like Odenkirk in this movie as well. He's, again, to me, Streep is the, he, she's the big one. And then there's Hanks a step below, and then kind of everyone else who is, everyone else is excellent in this movie. I didn't really think there was a bad performance in here. Um, and I will say this, and this is kind of going, uh, I don't want to bleed too big into negatives, but I want to kind of start off what I'm about to praise the movie for with something else. I'm not a huge fan of the script, to be honest. I don't like a lot of the dialogue in the movie. And to be honest, I think you're right. The story inherently, it's fine. It's There's nothing... I mean, it's like it's not too, too compelling. <laughs> it's just like, should we post the story? That's the whole like movie, like plot-wise. So that's not too compelling if we're being honest but i think spielberg does a friggin does a hell of a job making me care about this story i think spielberg still proves again that he has got it in this movie i think the way this movie is shot was shot with a lot of energy like there's a lot of long takes and a lot of moving uh smooth takes that i really quite enjoyed in this movie i think the movie's framed well and everything like that um, I, this movie doesn't feel like it's shot by a 71-year-old man. <laughs> I'll say that. Uh, Steven Spielberg has still got it in my mind. I don't think he's going to be nominated for director. I don't think he should be. But it, uh, this, again, proves to me that Spielberg is great. Um, now, that being said, with the story being kind of just like, whatever, it's fine. I think the thematic elements of this movie are what keeps me kept me invested and kept me not bored and that's where it's like i get it if you just look at the story and go yeah it's not that exciting and i completely understand and that's completely fair i agree to some extent but the thematic elements of this movie fascinated me and they were the through line for the movie for me there's a lot of stuff that is uber relevant <laughs> very relevant to like um the freedom of the press things like that um if we're being honest, how women are treated in the workplace, things like that. There's a lot of stuff in here, and some of it, yes, they do it very on the nose, and it's a little cheesy at times, which again goes back to the script, but I thought it was super, super compelling for the most part on a thematic level, which is what kept me interested the entire time, even when the story is just kind of like, okay. 
So that's where I will say I wasn't bored. But again, I completely understand <clears throat> if you would say that the story is just kind of like whatever. So it, it's boring. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I could see that. So um, do you have any positives that you want to touch on before we dive into negatives? I mean, like, I mean, like I said, I mean, I thought the performances were fine. They were good to great. It's not something that I would say like, oh, my gosh, these are Oscar worthy performances. OK, like um, I think they were great. Um, nothing that really not there's not really an actor that would say that stood out to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say I do like the representation of the era at the time. Like they do represent that. You can you can really tell just by the hair, you know, just by how they how the people did their hair yeah, and yeah. everything. Um, so I do think that the overall production did a really did a really good job. You can tell that the people that worked on the film cared about you know representing this time era and that they cared about this particular issue that was going on um so you know i'll I'll agree with you when it comes to everything that's technical with the film the script i mean like i said i mean the script is i think i said it was good i mean it was good to decent nothing compelling there um i mean yeah i mean i mean if i'm just gonna go into negatives i mean the story really didn't didn't grab me you know, mm-hmm. like I said, I mean, I was fighting to stay awake. Um, I had to legit go out of the theater, buy candy, come back, and like just push on my system because I, the story was not keeping me afloat. I, I really didn't care. I didn't feel the gravity of the situation. I, I just, I really didn't feel the gravity of the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a lot of people running. I saw a lot of people arguing again. I just, you know, when someone tells me this is going to the Supreme court, we can go to jail. I'm like, okay, damn. Like this, this, like I should feel this. I should care for this. I should totally be invested. I should be like, I should be in, so invested in this, but I wasn't. And for me, that's a problem. I mean, because you know, I you know, we can compare this to the Darkest Hour. You know, that movie is extremely just filled, filled, and just filled with dialogue. You have tons of dialogue in that movie. But I mean, I cared about what was going on. I felt the gravity of the situation. I felt that these that this character that it, that it was something that this character absolutely just cared for. I can see the gravity of the situation. I felt it. This movie, I really didn't feel anything. I, I didn't see the gravity of the situation, which is a problem for me personally. I just, you know, I, I do feel that it, it it is something that the people should see because it does relevate to, to today's times. If we're going to be honest, it does relevate to what's going on in the media today. It does. Uh, it does relate to what's going on with women today because there are some there were some scenes of this movie where i was like okay she's being disrespected just because she's a woman and that's not okay um so it does really it does it does really speak to this day and age which i do recommend that people see this movie if they want to kind of get a feel for what's going on um but it's just not something that i would give i can't give it a full recommendation because of the script and just because of again i i didn't care mm-hmm. as much as i thought i should um, so all right so for me yeah. uh i've already kind of touched on my negatives uh, but again i do want to emphasize i think this is a very good movie um i seem to have liked it more than nazi did but what i 
I already kind of said the script. I'm not a huge fan of the dialogue. I think a lot of it comes off as on the nose and kind of cheesy. Um, and there's a moment, and, I, and as I said, to me, the themes and what the movie is saying and what the movie is touching on, all of that I, is what kept me invested in this movie and what I would say is the driving force of the movie other than the performances. But there are some moments where they just take it a step too far. Like, and it's not like, the, oh, like too far. No, it's just like, it feels like, all right, we got it. But now you just want to make sure everyone got it. And it's like, you didn't need to. Like, there is a freaking moment in this movie that it's really silly. Like with Streep where she's walking out of, out of a building. And then there's a bunch of like women looking at her. And it's like all women just walk lined up, like looking at her and like w just watching her walk. And it's like, okay, we get it. Like you didn't need to have this entire scene where it's like everybody is just staring at her and it's all women. It's just like, all right, we get it. Like, okay. Um, yeah, that scene bothered me. It's And there's a couple of times like that where it's just like they take it a step. They, they, they just make it a little too overt. And that, again, it's not something that completely ruins the movie for me or anything like that. But it's just a script thing with a lot of the dialogue. And that was a directing choice, which is like an, another reason why I don't think Spielberg necessarily needs to be nominated for this. Um it's just it's those kind of things were the things that kind of held this movie back for me at least um but yeah that's basically all i got um i i don't know i i think i'm trying to look up who wrote the script because i he i heard that it was like a first time writer but then i also heard it was the person who wrote spotlight <laughs> um i think it was like both i think they like both i think they it was a co-writing situation and I kind of, I, this is going to sound mean, but I kind of wish just the person who wrote Spotlight wrote this movie because the script for Spotlight is freaking, it's close to perfect. I love the script for Spotlight. So I would have just loved if, I think it's like, Josh uh, uh, Singer. We, I'm, I'm, probably, I'm on IMDb right now and it's crediting two people. It's crediting Liz Hanna and Josh Singer. I think Josh Singer was the person who wrote Spotlight and Liz Hanna is the new person if i'm not mistaken but yeah so i again I, I you can go back and read what i wrote about spotlight like i love the script for spotlight to me that was like the easiest thing to predict from that year was best <laughs> screenplay for spotlight um and i would have just loved if he would have just had um a chance with the script uh, but i don't know it, it is what it is um do you want to rate this movie Hello? Yeah, I'm going to give it a six. <laughs> Are you dying over there? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. You're good. Um, I'm going to give this movie a 7.8. I think this is a very good movie. I think that you should definitely go see it. It's definitely not perfect, and I think it's not a necessarily great movie, but I still highly recommend it. So that's what I got. All right. Um, now we are going to move on to a movie that I saw a while ago. So I'm going to have to go back in my notes here. And you just saw this movie. So why don't you start us off, since it's fresher in your mind, call me by your name. Ozzy, what do you got? Uh, I just want to just first off say, like, I'm super sorry if I sounded really weird. <laughs> it's just <clears throat> still getting over the flu. 
as you know, like, there's like this whole flu epidemic going around right now. It's <laughs> yeah. like flu season. <clears throat> so I still have the cough, which is the worst part to still have. So <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm so sorry if I'm um, if I'm coughing <laughs> a lot or if I'm trying to gra- grasp air and just I I just died. I put myself on mute. Like, <laughs> so I was, I was I'm sorry in advance, but. <clears throat> Call me by your name. Now, I did just get done seeing this movie. I I was just like, you know what? Like, I was either going to see Phantom Thread and or Call Me By Your Name, and then I said to see Call Me By Your Name because I didn't want to look it up online. If I have the chance to see it in the theater, I want to see it in the theater. And um, <clears throat> and I, I gotta say, like, <clears throat> Lucas Luca uh, Guadino, I think that's how you pronounce his name. The director. Uh, yes, he he's actually from Italy. Mm-hmm. And I gotta say, I really loved how he just captured um, this time era, and I really loved just the cinematography and the locations and everything about this movie. I mean, this film is really shot well. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't know the camera that he used, but I really did like the I did like the frames that I was seeing. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Um, and I did. I really did like the the soundtracks in this in the, the soundtrack in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did like James Ivory wrote this wrote this script. Um, <clears throat> and it's based on a novel by Andre Seaman. That's what I'm saying here on IMDb. Yes. Um, also, I think the director had a little bit of input on the script as well. But I think the script is. It's it's some of the best work I've seen in 2017. I don't know if I'd say top 10, but it's definitely up there. It's definitely up there, at least top 15. Um, I really do like the dialogue in this film. Uh, the performances in this movie were, were really, really powerhouse performances. <clears throat> I think the, I think that Timmy, I don't know how to pronounce his name. Timothy, Timothy Chalamet. Chalamet? I think so. Something like that. Uh, he did a really, really good job. Uh, really amazing job. I'm sure we'll hear the um, proper pronunciation at the Oscars this year. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I, I'm so sorry for butchering your name. But he did a really good job. Uh, for those of you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, for those of you guys who have actually seen Lady Bird, he's in Lady Bird, actually. He's one of uh, Saoirse Ronan's... Uh, I'll tell you that he's her second boyfriend in the movie. Yes. So definitely uh, look out for him. I think he did a really good job. <laughs> You're good. Um, I think he did a really good job in this movie, um, and I think, and I want to see him take on more lead roles, for sure. I'm definitely interested to see where his career can go. Mm-hmm. Um, Army Hammer he plays Oliver. Uh, I'm a fan of Army Hammer. I, I feel like people are sleeping on the man Army Hammer here. I mean, I think he did an amazing job with this with this with this role. I I really did like this role for him. Do you think that's supporting really well? Um, <clears throat> I don't, I don't know because I also liked Michael Stolberg, or yeah, Barg. I don't know if that's his name. He played, he played the father, yeah. and um, I really liked the father, mm-hmm. and I think he did. A, I think he gave just a bit more. Uh, of a better performance than than um than Army Hammer did, especially the last scene that we get with the well one of the I said the second to last scene that we get with the father where it's just mm-hmm. him and and his son just talking 
yeah. I feel like that was just a. That's probably uh, that's the best acted scene I've ever seen this actor give, and I feel like he really killed him in that scene. Yeah, and I really enjoyed that scene. Just him accepting his son for who he is, and you know, <clears throat> him really going up to his son and saying, and him saying, like, you know, I know. I want you to know that I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I found that really touching. I found that really inspiring. Um, just for a father to do that, just to comfort his, just to comfort his son in a time of of, of pain, um, and I just found that super inspiring. And just to show love like that towards your son, uh, you know, which is not what a lot of parents do when it comes to certain topics like this. Um, you know, I found that really inspiring. Mm-hmm. And I, I really did like that dialogue that, that, that these two characters had in that scene. And I found it very, uh, I found the execution of that scene very well done. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the, now the chemistry that <clears throat> Timothy and Army had, I did like the chemistry. I thought there was really great chemistry there. Um, I think Timothy worked well with a lot of actors in this movie. And I think he, I think, I think everybody had great chemistry in this scene and in this particular movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you could definitely see that though, with with Timothy and Army though. Yeah, these characters they, you can they tell are that great they together. Exactly, exactly. You can feel the love, you can feel the compassion in these in these characters. You're like you can totally tell these two characters care for one another on like a whole nother level, and you feel it, you see it, and I feel like they executed that really well in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Carlos, I'm gonna let you take it away because. I'm like holding back a cough. <laughs> You're good. All right. Um, what I will say with this movie is, well, first I want to like uh, just lay the groundwork for this. This movie, if you don't know what it's about, I completely understand because it's a very much or it's very much a smaller movie, and it's going to be getting some Oscar buzz. So again, warning or telling you what this movie is about. It is basically a gay love story that takes place in. Italy, because basically there's this family that they, I believe they just vacation in Italy. They might live there at this point, but either way, they're in Italy, and basically every summer they take in a, because both the parents are professors, or at least the dad is, at in, in like universities and stuff, and they, every summer they take in a grad student, and basically this is a story of the professor and uh, his or the professor's son and one of the grad students it's a love story um now what i do want to talk about briefly very briefly is the fact that this is going to be off-putting to a lot of people not because it's a gay love story which i'm sure will be off-putting to some whatever but the son is 17 years old, and it is a grad student who is probably, if he's a grad student, probably somewhere between 24 and 26, somewhere around there. Now, in America, obviously, that's problematic, um, but this takes place in Italy. I think that's one important thing to remember, and age of consent is much different there. Um, this is a very awkward to talk about, but I do want to, this is going to be off-putting to some people, and I understand it because we are American, so we're going to view this a certain way. Now, that being said, the chemistry between these characters is undeniable, and the chemistry between these actors is undeniable. But I want to start with Tim- Timothy Chalamet because this guy is going to get nominated. Uh, if you would have t- asked me out of Lady Bird, other than Saoirse Ronan and Laurie Metcalf, who would be the person who's going to surprise you within the next year? 
I would have, Timothy Chalamet might have been like the third or fourth name that I listed. But, oh my goodness, <laughs> like this dude is so good. He's going to get nominated for Best Actor, and he should get nominated for Best Actor. And I absolutely loved him in this movie. Army Hammer is very good as well. I don't fully understand the buzz for Best Supporting for him. I think if they're, if you're getting any nomination out of this movie, it's Timothy, Chal- Timothy Chalamet, in my opinion. Um, and this movie explores a very complex relationship for obvious reasons and very complex characters and their interactions with each other. And that in its subtleness and its way that it explores that, and it's really personal way that it explores that because this is a very personal movie. Like it's a very intimate movie. It's a movie that you're going to feel awkward at times watching. Um, and it's just the way that it goes about telling this very small contained story over this summer, because it is just takes place over a summer for the most part. It's impressive and it is quite endearing. Um, I think the script is excellent. It's probably going to get a best adapted screenplay nomination. It's well act- or well directed, well shot, oh, has chances at all of those in my opinion. Um, I quite enjoyed myself in this movie i think a lot of people again for obvious reasons are going to make the comparison to moonlight i personally if i'm doing that i'm going to say this is a better movie than moonlight um i disagree uh, yeah that's fair i know a lot of people would because moonlight won best picture last year again that's fair but i would say this is a better better movie than moonlight um and i just i overall really really enjoyed this movie a lot of it is because of the script, and a lot of it is because of, because of Timothy Chalamet, but that is not to overwhelm anything else, because I love the way this movie is directed and shot as well, and all the supporting performances for the most part as well. Um, one of the most fascinating aspects of the movie, and one of my favorite parts of the movie, was the fact that uh, this is kind. This isn't really a spoiler. Timothy Chalamet's character has kind of a girlfriend in this movie, like kind of. And I actually really enjoyed that kind of subplot because I was like, it, it really highlighted the fact that this, he is 17 years old and he still doesn't know anything really about himself. So he's kind of just figuring everything out as he goes along. And at times you're like, oh, this is cruel what you're doing to her. But at the same time, you're just like, you don't know what you're doing. So it's, it was just, it's, I, there's so many complexities to these characters and I really, really enjoyed the way the movie explored them. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, but anyway, do you have any other positives or do you want to jump into negatives? Um, I mean, I'll agree with you when it comes to the kind of the aspect of it all. Cause I was kind of thinking, I was like, dude, you're such a dick to this girl, man. Like, how can you do that? Like, the one thing that she asked, the one thing that she even told you was to, like, not hurt her. And, like, <laughs> what do you do? Yeah. Like, come on, man. Like, that's the one thing that you did. And I think she did an amazing job, by the way. I got to say, that actually was really She was great, too. Yeah. I want to see her and more stuff. Um, but, I mean, I mean, like, as I, like, as you know, as I went along with the film, I was like, you know what, man? I, I get it. You know, I, I can't be mad at you, you know, because... You know, I think I feel like some people. I feel like it's it's also relatable because you know, I've been in the situations where you know, like you really like somebody. I mean, or at least you think you really like somebody, and then somebody just comes along and just sweeps you off your feet. That's not that you mean for that to happen. It just happens, you know. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, so I totally related to him when that happened to him, you know, and he was just like, you know, I, you know, when he had to break up with her and everything, I was like, ah, oh, man, like, I get it. Like, I'm mad at you, but I get it. Cause I've been there, you know, like I've been yeah. there with another girl, like, you know, it's happened before. Um, so, you know, I wasn't mad at him, you know, I, I completely understood it. It, it. You know, it, it's crazy that, you know, you're able to relate to him as well. Um, mm-hmm. Like just, just the similar situations and, you know, and I also did think about that, you know, like he's still discovering himself, you know, because he's he doesn't know who he is. And he's feeling these 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 feelings that, you know, that for him really isn't normal because mm-hmm. it's with it's for another man. And I found that extremely interesting as well. I mean, it just added another layer to the film. Yeah. Uh, do you want so, to jump into the negatives? Yeah. Um, I will say. For me, their relationship does come out of left wing. Yeah. I mean, because I, I saw like a tease of it, but I just didn't expect it. I expected to see it gradually kind of grow. Mm. Um, <clears throat> we didn't really get that gradual grow. We just kind of got them like, boop, they're together. Um, I mean, which was, I get it. It's two and a half hour. It's like, I mean, it, it was like, it was a two hour and 12 minute movie. I get it. You know, I wish that, I mean, and I, 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 it's kind of like I'm kind of hypocritical like what I'm saying it's like I wish we would have gotten like a bit longer just so that I could have seen their relationship kind of established mm-hmm. but here's the back but here's like the slap to that comment I felt like it was I feel like I feel like the movie was too long I wish they would have taken out some stuff yeah. like I don't know what because it felt like it was kind of long as well just towards the end or just throughout the movie you're talking about Towards the end, I would say, because okay. there were scenes where I was just like, "Okay, the movie's ending." Like mm-hmm. the father's that, the, like the father's conversation with him. I thought that was, I thought that was gonna be there. I was like, "Oh, you know, sh- mm-hmm. such a great point to end the movie." Kept going. I was like, okay, so okay. I was like, "Okay, um, all right." And then I was like, "Okay, they're gonna end it here." Kept going. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Okay, they're gonna end it here." Kept going. So it was just one of those things where like okay. they would tease the end of the movie to you, and I was like. I didn't need the rest of this. I, I just, I, if you would have added, if you would have taken like the 15 minutes here and put it in the beginning of the film, put it like towards more and like the, in the second act and, and develop this relationship, I feel like I would have cared more. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, I, 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 I want to care more about these characters. See, you know but once they're like, together, I, I thought it developed pretty well. And I, it got to the point where I genuinely did. And, I, I don't know. I guess I disagree in the sense that I, I really appreciate the su- subtlety of th- them getting together. And they kind of reference it like oh, where uh, Army Hammer says, did you not notice when I did this and this and this? And it's like, yeah, I, he, he did do those things. It just was a very subtle way. And it was a very like hinting, hinting type thing. Um, but yeah, I can I do understand how it can kind of feel like it came out of left field. But um, my actually big i mean it's not even big like i am really nitpicking with this movie i do think this is probably a top 10 movie of the year it's borderline at least um uh my nitpick with this movie is actually something that you were specifically praising and that is that scene with the father now i don't think i you're right uh, acting acting wise it is near near flawless like and overall i appreciate the sentiment of the scene but 
it kind of just feels like they laid out what the movie's about, like at the end. Um, it's just kind of like, all right, the father's going to give this speech about what the movie is saying right here. And we're going to give it all to you just in case you didn't fully understand. It's like, I don't need it. I, I didn't want them to just like put it on a silver platter for me and for the dad to basically just lay it out what the lesson he should have learned is. Again, I get it because he is his father and, you know, fathers are going to do that for their sons are going to like say all right i'm going to teach you a lesson now but i i don't know it, it was just it, it's again it's a nitpick it's not something like i'm sitting here going oh that scene was terrible like i don't think it's terrible i just don't fully think that i needed that scene um and uh, yeah i i don't know there I'm, I'm really nitpicking here i did really really like this movie um I agree with you a little bit on the ending and the just the little bit of the length of it. I do think that there's like a couple scenes, especially like there's a phone call that I'm like, did we really need the phone call? Like, okay. Um, you know, it's just, and again, I'm really nitpicking here, but yeah, that's, that's what I got. Uh, anything else from you, Ozzy? Um, I'm trying to think. Um, I think that's about it, if I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. Um, I mean, the film is pretty much... Uh, I mean, it's not It's not like my favorite. It's not going to be my favorite. Yeah, I'm it still, wouldn't be in my favorite too. I'm still, I'm still just like trying to see if it's going to be in my top 10 best, because we still haven't done the best yet. Yeah. Um, I'm, I, I'm still like deliberating. I mean, I'm just going to throw out um, a rating right now. Okay. Um, but I need. I mean, I need more time to process this film. Okay. Um, Fair enough. I mean, you did just see it, and I saw this movie literally almost a month ago. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, I, I still did. I mean, I still. I mean, I still. I, I still want to process this film yeah. and everything because I mean, it did have some touching moments, and it. it did have. I mean. I mean, it did have some moments where you're just like, damn, you know. I remember I was seventeen, you know, and stuff happens, you know. Yeah. Stuff, stuff happens. <laughs> You know, you're still trying to learn about yourself, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I need to figure out, like, where this kind of goes goes for me um, and everything. I, I do feel like, I mean, I would push this on, uh, I would say this is, like, a recommendation to some. Again, it's not for everybody. This movie is not for everybody. Um, but you compared it to people that compare it against Moonlight. I like Moonlight better, I'm going to be honest with you. I think that Moonlight was just a better... I liked Moonlight because of the, I would say it was more artsy. Um, and I liked, I liked the style of shooting that they went for. Mm -hmm. But um, teaser, Moonlight is actually my recommendation. But we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about <laughs> it. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. But um, as for ratings, I'm yeah. going to go ahead and give this movie a solid. Um, mm, I'm stuck right now. I, I'm, right now, I'm, I'm going to throw, I'm going to throw out a nine. I'm going to throw out a nine. Okay. Um, but with an asterisk, you know, right? <laughs> with asterisks, yes. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's gonna be my top ten, and I need to see. I need to kind of reevaluate. Um, just you know, some of these films yeah. before I go ahead and, and give, and you know, before we release our, our top tens of the year. Yeah. And um, of 2017, actually, and uh, and then move on to do our our you know, what would we choose? 
yeah. for our picks roster. So, um, a nine with asterisks. Yeah, uh, I'm definitely in that mode right now as well. I'm like rearranging, like I'm like rewatching movies, rearranging things, like because for me, like, and I, I, I'm not saying you need to do this, and you can do whatever you want with your list and your ratings or whatever. But for me, what I, the rule I have for myself is I'm not going to change the rating that I gave a movie unless I rewatch it. So. Um, that's why I'm like rewatching a bunch of things right now, making sure, like double checking a lot of my ratings from before. Like, do I still feel about this? Like this movie, but anyway, um, for this movie, uh, the rating that I gave it and that when I first saw it, and I'm still confident in this rating after a month of having seen or since seeing it, and it is a 9.1. I think this is borderline top 10 of the year. This is a great movie, a, uh, a movie that you probably should see. I can totally understand that there's going to be some people who have no interest in, in seeing this movie whatever that's fine um but i i did enjoy this movie and one thing i do want to just throw out there um and this won't make sense really much sense to anybody who hasn't or anybody who hasn't seen the movie so i'm just this is basically for you and anybody who else who hasn't who, who's seen the movie ultimately like is the message of this movie kind of similar to inside out Mm, I wouldn't no like so. just uh, maybe we can get into it after but they're like the basically the way the dad or something the dad says was i was just like wait so kind of like inside out like um with like happiness and sadness and um those things but anyway um uh, we'll talk about it after yeah but i mean i mean i mean i would say they're, they're two different circumstances i know, you know different saying? circumstances because... but ultimately if you broke down the theme of the movie like it's kind of similar like i don't know i'm not that's not in a bad way for either movie i'm just i, mean, I thought I mean, it was funny I mean, I mean sure i mean you could say that they're similar but i mean i said a distance <laughs> there's there's a distance between how similar they are because i mean fair enough he's dealing he's dealing with heartbreak as she is dealing with you know a whole bunch of emotions because you know something happened and, and an emotion went somewhere where it wasn't supposed to go so i mean yeah Fair and, enough. And and her worlds were destroying. Her worlds were literally. Um, <laughs> I know. Destroying. I'm not saying the plots of the so... movie are similar. I'm just saying that thematic element that they touch on specifically in this movie is basically what we come to a conclusion with at the end of Inside Out. So I don't know. But anyway, we'll talk, uh, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We'll have like a poll. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're not having a poll. This would not like this would be like the anti, our, the opposite of our last poll where people where we got tons of response. Nobody yeah. would respond to this. <laughs> Inside Out. Yeah. Versus no. Uh... What what the real poll should be. And again, this would not get no traction because nobody is seeing this movie um, because, you know, it's an Oscar bait movie or whatever. Uh, but what we, the real poll should be, and this is some a question that I saw that I just laughed so hard when I saw it. Which movie had the better grapefruit-related scene? This movie, Call Me By Your Name, or Girl's Trip? Dude, girl's trip. <laughs> girl's trip, 100%. I, I laughed so hard when I read that question. I was like, that is amazing. Um, and we again, need to have a bowl. Again, we need to have a bowl. If you haven't seen this movie, that question is going to make absolutely no sense to you, and that's fine. But see this movie, and you will just die when you think and of that question. And watch Girl's Trip. Yeah, and, well, like, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, more you people saw but, that than call me um, by name. But, yeah. but, dude, I 100% agree that the Grapefruit team was a ton better. <laughs> like you can't it's like not even I think it's gonna take a, a long time to match up to that scene. <laughs> 
All right. It's um, like a long time. Right, Tiffany well. Haddish, girl. Go on, girl. You hey, killed it. Again, and I, th- <laughs> this was something, again, I'm going to throw something out there. Again, I haven't put together my list. I'm going to start doing that pretty soon of, like, supporting an actor and all that stuff. Tiffany Haddish, can we, like, at least give her some consideration for best supporting? Because I'm not even a huge fan of Girls Trip as, like, a whole. Like, I liked it. Um, but Tiffany Haddish just shines in that movie, and she needs to get recognition. Let's get on that, people. Um, but anyway, uh, let's talk about some TV. You didn't watch too much. What did you just watch? Uh, This is us. Take it away, man. Okay. I really didn't watch much. All right. Um, and we talked about This Is Us a bunch last week, so we don't need to get into that anyway. (laughs) So, um, what did I watch this week? I watched all of the superhero shows that are back. Legends doesn't come out until February for some reason. I think it's because of the Black Lightning thing. Um, Arrow... It's okay. Like, I guess they did what they could with the mess that the finale, the midseason finale left them in. Um, I still don't like this whole division between the team. Sorry. And again, spoilers for most of the shows I'm going to talk about. I'll try to avoid big, big things, but I'm going to get into these You're shows. good. You're good. You're good. Um, I owe you anyways because I, I touched on some big things. So you can go ahead and go yeah. big if you want. Yeah, we're still dealing with this whole split between the team, and it's, it gets even kind of worse in this episode. And I'm just like, all right, uh, I, I'm not a huge fan of this whole storyline. And it's like, I feel like we're just waiting for them to get back together. But anyway, um, I actually watched Flash this week because Enrique had it on. And, you know, it's, it is what it is. It wasn't as bad as when I left it, but I'm not, it didn't want, make me want to come back. Um, I think, I think Flash has, the writers of Flash have a basic, uh, misunderstanding about how, like, they don't have a basic understanding about how, um, courtrooms work and how, uh, how trials work. And I just, it was ridiculous. But anyway, um, Supergirl was pretty solid. I think that they had a tough task because they had to live up to their midseason finale, which was great. They did a pretty good job. I was hoping we get... This episode was called Legion of Superheroes, I believe. I was hoping we get more of that. Um, we got a little bit, like, there were, but we only ultimately saw three Legionnaires. And I'm like, all right, like, give us more, please. So hopefully we get more of that. Um, Black Lightning, the premiere. Are you going to watch Black Lightning, Ozzy? No. Really? I'm not. No, I'm not going to. I think you should check out just... Um, I'm, I, the thing is, and this is the thing that I'm showing over the CW with, um, we're adding a new superhero to the roster, and you know, why aren't you adding him into your universe? And it's just why aren't you adding him into that? And it's just because, like, I don't know why. And just for me, I just I I I I just don't want to watch it. The universe is already so convoluted as it is, and um, you know, I have a feeling that they're just gonna mess it up by having him be in in, in a freaking crossover. Not that it, not that I have an issue with that. But it's just adding another Earth, and it's just making this universe already more convoluted than it is. And I don't just, I just, no, I really um, don't want to watch it. Um, it's just, for me, it's going to be like The Flash, where, you know, The Flash is going to be super good. Like, everybody loves The Flash. And then, you know, season two comes, you know, I thought season two was okay. Season three comes, and I was like, oh, God, they completely lost it. And I, for me, I just... I'm. I don't want to. I don't want to live through that again. You know, I'm living it. I'm living it right now with Arrow. Arrow season season five, 
arguably the best season of Arrow. This season, it feels, and I texted you this, and I'm going to say it on the show, it feels like such a long filler. That's what this season feels like. And it is such a disappointment from last season. Um, and, you know, some of you are going to be like, Ozzy, like, whoa, is this crazy? Like, you never talk about Arrow like that. Like, man, it, it, it does. It feels like such a long filler, and I'm so disappointed. I love the cast of, of these shows. I think the cast is really... Um, I think the cast is really amazing, but when you when it comes down to it, it's just it's a bunch of filler, um, and it's just unnecessary drama. It's just not how people would handle things, and I feel like a, I I would give uh, you know if it was another network, I would probably watch Black Lightning, but at this point, I'm just so disappointed about how CW about how the CW is handling um, just the just the Arrowverse in general. Um, I like this, I, okay. you know, I was a what? fan of. Uh, I was a fan of the, the crossover. Yeah. But I just, for me, um, I don't want to give, like, it's, I'm, I'm backing away from it. Okay, I don't want to get but close to it. Let me say something mm-hmm. first. Uh, now, I, I say, all right, give me a couple episodes before I f- firmly say that I really think you should watch this show because I want to make sure, like, I want to make sure it wasn't just the pilot. But this show feels like it's on a different network. And I actually, after watching, I was very like, what, why are we keeping this separate? Like, wh- what's the point? Um, and I was on that page with you, but after watching the premiere, I get it. Because tonally and stylistically, this show feels like it is not of the CW. It feels like, because uh, it still kind of feels like a network show, so maybe it feels like an NBC type show or kind of like and not even like the gifted so i don't want to say fox i it it feels different than the rest of the cw shows tonally and stylistically this does if you just if you were just to show somebody the show after them having watched all the cw shows and not put the cw logo in the bottom corner or whatever they probably would not be able to guess that this was made by the CW. It doesn't feel like it. The premiere did not feel at all melodramatic or like it was ridiculous like all these CW shows. And even in the great first season, I still contend that the first season of The Flash is one of my favorite seasons of TV like ever. I love the first season of The Flash. But even that, it was still a CW show. Like, you could clearly go, like, okay, they're, they're, we're going to have all this drama with Iris. We're going to have all this nonsense, like, right? And that's fine that we just accepted it because, you know, it's not, like, overpowering the story. This show does not have that. The premiere, at least. I will say, the premiere feels like it's on a different network. And that is insane to me. I really appreciate what they're doing with this show, at least after the premiere. Again, give me a couple episodes. Make sure it wasn't just the premiere because a lot of these... A lot of network shows, if you don't know, they shoot a pilot, they give it to the networks, and then based on the pilot is how they greenlight these shows. So sometimes the pilot can be drastically different from the rest of the show. So again, let me watch a couple more episodes before I firmly say I really think you should check this out. But I do really, really recommend you checking out the pilot. Uh, not just you, Ozzy, but everyone. I think everyone needs to check out the pilot and give I it just, a shot. I just, I don't, I don't really want to waste my time with it. I mean, I mean, I, I mean that's great. That's great that the, that the pilot was great. I mean, but it's just for me again. It's just, I mean, I mean, even Riverdale. I mean, I, I hear Riverdale isn't as good as the first season anymore, and that was one of the most highly played shows of 2017. But that's the most CW I, I of CW shows. It doesn't matter. It's still on the CW network. You, you see what I'm saying? Like it's still on the CW network. You know. 
And it's like this right now. Yeah, but the, the, I don't I'm, know. Look, but I'm I'm predicting this right now. Season one is probably going to be so good, going to be so amazing. Season two, you're not going to be getting you're not going to be getting the same level of you're not going to be saying the same thing as season two. Okay, I can guarantee you, Carlos, that you might tell me to watch season one because let's be real. I mean, you loved. We all loved season one of Arrow. We all loved season. I mean, you I didn't season love one season of, one of Arrow. I love season one of I mean, Flash. You love season one of Flash. You love season one. I mean, you shoot. I mean, you liked. You liked. Uh, you really liked Legends of Tomorrow. You still like Legends of Tomorrow. I still do like Legends. Um, yes. I mean, I still like. I mean, I, I, right now my favorite show on the CW Supernatural. I just I love Supernatural. I think that is the best show that they have uh, on the CW. Which the, that kind of that show kind of proves that they can go multiple seasons. It is an outlier for the most part, but yeah, but it's not. It's not for me. It's not. It's, it's not a superhero show. Supernatural isn't setting up to be this universe. Of things, it's not when you have the air the Arrowverse. All right, again, but again, I really Supergirl, just check which, out the, the way, premiere. Split, check out the premiere because, uh, it, but again, if uh, you don't want to watch past the premiere, that's fine. I get if you still feel the same, but I'm telling you, this feels so different. It feels much closer to a supernatural type thing than a C. It does not feel like these other shows. That's what I. If it felt like just another CW show, but it was a good version of this of these superhero shows, I wouldn't be pushing it so hard. But I am telling you, this feels the show does not. Feel feel like it's a cw show it's so weird in in that in that way that i just i'm baffled that this was produced by the cw it doesn't feel like it was um it's so strange and uh, to push back a little bit just uh, uh, based on um something you said in your first kind of uh, statement about why you're not planning on watching this show about it being why are we disconnecting it i mean Supergirl is disconnected. Which I don't agree with. I still don't. Agree but it with doesn't that hinder the show. I still don't agree with that decision. I, I don't to know. That's, that's one of the dumbest decisions that they did with Flashpoint. Flashpoint, they had the storyline, they had they had the material to fix it, and they didn't handle but, it right. Okay, but and does that, that hurt Supergirl? Three, does that hurt Supergirl, or is it I'm just go you wish? It does. It How? Does. I'm gonna go ahead and say it does. <laughs> Why not have like why have I'm gonna go ahead and say it hurts the entire like universe. Why not have Supergirl being your freaking same race? Why? You have the chance to fix that and you don't. Why? I don't think it just hurts any what? of those shows. Just because what you wanna push they wanna push like this what, like this whole thing where it's just like um what Supergirl is known for being super on the nose when it comes to woman power. Look, I'm all down for woman power. Like that's amazing. That's Go ahead. not the Push reason that they're not putting them together. Um, the, I don't know why they're not putting them together. But because I, if you put super, if you put a super character see. in a in uh, any of these shows, it kind of makes everyone else feel like they're oh, they're not as powerful. That's why. Ultimately. Then why have a crossover? That's stupid to me. I, because no, I don't, I don't, money. That to me, <laughs> that's why. That's so stupid. No, I, I don't. No, that's that's absolutely ridiculous. That's dumb. I no, again, I don't that. think that. I really don't think that this hurts any of. It definitely doesn't hurt Supergirl. If anything, it makes it better because it we don't have to deal with any of the drama of Barry all the time. Um, you but, still do. You still do, and you still not have to all deal the time. Dumb, and you still have to deal with dumb. And you still have to deal with dumb drama. Like, you know, Monel's back. You know, we're all like, we're, like, I remember me. I was like, yeah, you know, Monel's back. Yeah. And guess what? He's married. I'm just like, really? Come on. The 
the hell is wrong? See, that's with actually, you? I actually found that to be good drama, but um, uh, no, nah, I, mean, I mean, I mean, it's better. I mean, I'm gonna go ahead and say it's better than what the Flash is dealing with. But I mean, um, I mean, I mean, I will say that Supergirl does handle the drama better. I mean, Alex breaking up with with I forgot her name, Maggie. Um, Maggie. I thought that was like I was like, damn, a super crazy. Like I never thought like that would be because you know she she is leaving the show. And I was like, I was always wondering, like, I wonder how they're going to handle that because they're so in love. And, you know, they go ahead and they throw a mature issue like that where, you know, one wants to have kids, one doesn't. And I'm just like, that is so crazy. And they chose that issue to break them apart because I never even thought about it. I was like, they handle that really well. Mm -hmm. So there's some things about DC that, you know, I was like, okay, they handle things well. Hmm, the show that's disconnected from the rest um, of them handled things better. Hmm. It doesn't. I mean, Carlos, it doesn't really matter, man. Really I, matter, look, man. all I, I'm I saying, see, the only thing I, I ask see, of you is to check see, out the see premiere. Supergirl. That's all I'm I want to see Supergirl. I want to see Supergirl, Supergirl, like, you know, hang out with Arrow. Ugh, no. Why don't man, why doesn't, why doesn't Arrow get enough love? He's the most experienced out of all of them. See, I why? really think that this is more of what you're not getting Seriously? than what it is actually Seriously? doing in a bad way to the no, show. No, I just, no, I just, mm -mm, I don't you, like you just, You just, you just want them to, like, be hanging out more mm. and that's fair but it doesn't negatively impact the shows themselves it's just what we're not getting that bothers you look man <laughs> i feel like it does i do i do because i feel like you can add some better storylines in there so yeah i do feel like it's hurting the show if you're, you know if you're excluding some storylines you know for me it's just ridiculous i'm having them on different earth i don't like that concept i think it's stupid and i'm going to continue to stand by that i i think I mean, you had the opportunity sense. to fix that. How does it not make any sense? Because okay, Carlos? because it's basically the same. Okay, Arrow and Flash. We're spending way too much time on this, by the way. But Arrow and Flash. <laughs> it Arrow and Flash are on the same. They're in the same Earth, right? Yes. Sure. Okay, they're in the same Earth. They could be crossing over all the time, but when do they cross over? Just the crossovers, basically. Okay, but that's still stupid to me. That's still stupid. Okay, but that has it's nothing to do with them being on separate Earths. So now we're breaking it down. You just want them to be more interconnected, which is fine. But it has nothing to do with the fact that they're on separate Earths. Because let, if they think, had, if Supergirl was I on the same, no, listen to me. If Supergirl was on the same Earth, it would literally be the exact same thing. Where they never cross over except for the crossover episodes. It would be because the same. I don't. I don't think the thing is. I don't think. I don't think that the CW is handling. Um, I don't think the thing that I like about Arrow and the Flash, the thing that I could at least give them, is that they mention issues that is that are going on, and I like that. You know what I'm saying? Somewhat. Like, Every remember, once in a while. Okay. Same thing, but it's something that is mentioned, and I appreciate it. Because they're in the same universe. That's something that I enjoy. I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. I'm really happy that they, you know, acknowledge that. I, I think that's really awesome. Uh, for instance, I believe this year, I think it was the episode, well, you didn't watch it, but it was the episode where um, Barry, um, Barry and Iris were going to therapy. And, the, and Oliver picked up a newspaper and what was on the front page? Um <laughs> Oliver Queen has a green arrow. And they were just like, oh, oh, crap. Like, what the hell? And next episode was Oliver dealing with that, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's I like the fact that they I like the fact that they kind of did that Easter egg in there. I, I enjoyed that. That's pretty cool. I like one of the things I like about Agents of Shield is that they Easter egg a lot of the stuff that's going on in the MCU. Yes, you can. Yes, it's different, 
but they still acknowledge things because it's still in the same universe. I would like to see some of the acknowledgement in Supergirl. Just like, oh, you know, that's cool that you know Supergirl fought Superman. Like, it's cool. Like for me, that'd be super awesome to have that. And we don't, and we miss opportunities like that. That's why I don't. That's why I think it hurts Supergirl. And, you know, I want her to be. I want to see her reactions to some of these things that are going on in the current in the main CWC, you know, universe. Um, I want to see. I want to see how some of these um, characters react to certain news that they hear. And something like that. I like to Again, see Again, that's just what you're not characters. getting, but okay. I like to see smaller <laughs> characters interact, which we've gotten that before. We've gotten Diggle working on, been on, we've seen Diggle on the Flash before. We've seen his wife on the Flash before. We've seen Felicity going on the Flash before. And we've seen some characters from the Flash going to Arrow before. Um, I mean, those things I like. And again, I would like to see some team ups. I would like to see Alex, go, you know, help out Team Arrow sometimes. Those, these are the things that I would like to see. And for me, um, you know, it hurts the show in though in that aspect. But I mean, um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. This is how I feel. Um, that's why for me it hurts the shows. Sure, is the show still good? Yeah, Supergirl is probably the best show on when it comes to like the Arrowverse right now. It just is. It is. Yeah, she, Melissa Benoist kills it absolutely kills it she's the best actress working on the cw right now hands down but i want to see i want to see more of her i mean she is for me she's becoming the face of this of the Arrowverse. um and i want to see her have a bigger role in leading the Arrowverse. and for me she just doesn't get that with being another earth away um and it's unfortunate you know it's it is unfortunate i want to see her being like the leading one I want to see her eventually become the face of the Arrowverse because she's doing an amazing job. Mm. And I'm not getting that with her being another Earth away. I'm not. It's just, and that's just a fact. You're not. You're not getting that. So, um, Again, I still say try the premiere of Black Lightning. Just the premiere. That's all you have to commit to. Just try the premiere, and then you'll I'm not understand. Going to commit, I'm not going to commit right now just because I was crapped to another thing. I know. To to. I'm just saying. So that, is, that is in the back burner. I will probably give it a shot. I'm not going to tell you when. I'm not going to promise you when. I know. But I'm just probably saying. Probably will give it a shot. But um, I want you to understand what I'm saying when I when it's like it doesn't feel like a CW show. It feels so different. Um, by the way, I don't want everybody to call me racist. Okay, I'm not <laughs> saying black like this. Yeah, I like, cannot wait for Black Panther. Okay, I'm super psyched for that movie. So it's stop. like, yeah, it's like I, I had to fight everybody. Oh, watch Supergirl. It's like, oh wow. So the one that's woman led is the one that nobody wants to watch, and I had to fight people to watch it. Ugh. And then now Black Lightning. It's like, why am I on this crusade for people? It's 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 freaking Black Lightning. This should be like great, and it is for the first episode. No, at I mean, least, I'm, so. I'm hearing. I'm hearing great things about it which is you know i'm happy for you know it's not like i want the show to fail you know what i mean <laughs> you know that's, yeah. i feel like people get the wrong impression of me sometimes I've, I've said this before on the podcast when i go and when i spend my time to watch a show when i when i go and i waste my gas to go to a theater to see a movie i don't want it to be bad. oh yeah exactly i want to enjoy it i'm wasting you know i'm not wasting i'm giving yeah an hour i'm giving two hours two hours and a half to something that i have to sit down and pay attention to that's what i'm dedicating my life that's what i'm giving you guys the least you can do is give me something that i like entertain me you know what i'm saying mm. so 
you know, again, it's not that I want Black Lightning to fail. I want it to succeed. And I'm glad to hear that you enjoyed the first episode because I probably would enjoy the pilot episode. But, you know, right now I have bigger things to, I have bigger fish to fry. Um, I need to watch the 2018 film. I haven't even watched that. I think it's what, day 20? <laughs> right now it's like day 20. On day of recording, yeah. <laughs> January, and I haven't watched a single 2018 film. That's bad. <laughs> I need to get on that. So I have bigger things to kind of fry instead of watching, um, instead of watching. An hour long <laughs> Exactly. I have bigger things to buy. I have, I have other shows to watch. I have other CW shows. The things that we were just arguing about. I have I have to catch up in the CW. I'm like three episodes behind on each one of the shows. So, um, yes. That's not possible because the premieres are for the mid season premieres just started. But anyway. Oh, dude. I'm no. Yeah. No. I'm behind. I'm like you know because I watched Flash, um, Arrow. And Supergirl. Okay. Three episodes. Yeah, okay. That, that's what you mean. Okay. Um, all right. To finish up TV, briefly talk about a show that you mentioned, uh, Supernatural. This show is still so good. It's incredible. This episode, the, uh, the mid-season premiere, I believe this was the mid-season premiere, um, was a backdoor pilot for another another backdoor pilot because they've tried this a couple times to another spinoff show so hopefully this one works out and i'm actually fascinated by this one so i really hope that it works out this was the wayward sisters um what did you think yeah what did you think of the mid-season premiere i want to know like if you felt the same way i did because for me like they were just going like in the like they went completely sci-fi yeah, they went complete sci-fi, and I was like, oh, man. Like, no. I loved it. Um, <clears throat> I, I loved the intensity of that episode, just the way that, like, the angels were trying to get in. Like, and it, like everything felt like it was, like, this, they needed to no, do no, this. No, so. no, like, I absolutely loved everything until that last moment where they were, like, in, like, basically, I don't even know what world they were in. But it, it, it felt so switched up, the sci-fi. So I, I did not like the last few minutes. Um, I, I didn't mind it at all. Of the... Of the, I mean, we we they've me. been leading us in that direction the entire time because the mo- that's where the mo- she's in a different world like it's the same thing and yeah I don't know I just, I didn't expect it to go sci-fi it's kind of like, sci- like a huge like a huge dinosaur I was like what oh, oh god the it's not it just, did did we actually see a dinosaur though we just saw the footprint. I mean, sure, but it's still a freaking big footprint. You need to see the new episode because it is not a dinosaur. Um, but that's what I will say. All right. Anyway, um, it, it, so the, Supernatural was good. So, yes. All right, it, Supernatural okay. was good. And it's a back again. Remember, it is a backdoor, a backdoor pilot for a new spinoff show that they're trying to get off the ground. The Wayward Sisters, which is actually the name of this episode. And I actually kind of want to see this. It's basically what the show seems like it will be is basically all of the female sidekicks characters that they've ever encountered like jody or i can't remember her name claire Ca- uh, castiel's uh host's daughter um uh, the the cop from minnesota um the other girl that jody is raising and that psychic character basically what wayward sisters would be would basically be a team-up show of all of them and i I think that's Dude, awesome. I want it. I know, so and they set it up bad. really well. And they, act, they actually, again, this is a backdoor pilot, so they actually kind of set up the plot for what that show would at least be for the first season. 
And they, I really want this. And I think they made a great choice because they have what they have done with Claire, the character of Claire, is set her up to basically be the dean of the show. So it's really, they've done a good job of progressing her character enough and obviously progressing Jody's character enough to where I really think that they're ready for this. And unlike some of the backdoor pilots that they've done in the past, where it just felt like, oh, we're going to introduce this interesting monster world and maybe we'll make a spinoff show about it. No, just you can't just throw us into this world and so, do you think this was interesting? Maybe we can make a show about it. No, you, you have to give us a reason to care. And what they have done is take these side characters that we already care about and say, what if we had a show with them? Yes, please. So I, I really enjoyed uh, this episode and I think it was a great backdoor pilot and I hope the show gets off the ground. Um, the only other thing I want to talk about is the path. Um, which, again, I've talked about the show for years at this point. Um, it's This is the season three. It just started on Hulu. Um, and they released the first three episodes uh, last week. And next week, we'll, we'll get to the one-a-week um, situation coming up this week. Um, but I liked the episodes. I didn't love them. I'm really thinking that this season is going to kind of kick into gear as we go along. Um, I think the episodes, the three episodes that they did release got progressively better. Honestly, I just want Michelle Monaghan's character and Aaron Paul's character to just get back together because it's really frustrating me. Uh, but other than that, I think this is still a great show. Michelle Monaghan is so good in the show. You need to check it out, if only for her performance and really Aaron Paul's performance because he's really good in it as well. Um, but yeah, that's all I got. We're going kind of long here. Last thing I'll say is uh, shout out Breaking Bad because 10-year anniversary as of this day of recording. Um, uh, yeah, it's a great show. So shout out Breaking Bad for its 10-year birthday. Yeah, congrats, man. Congrats, uh, right. guys. So congrats. You... I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it, but congrats. <laughs> um, but anyway, all right, uh, recommendations. <laughs> you already mentioned kind of what yours is, so I'm going to just uh, re-throw it out there. For the people who missed uh, it. Moonlight. Moonlight. I mean, I think that was one of the best films of 2016. It didn't make neither of our top 10 bests, but it was close. I think my, I think it, I it think was, was on like the number edge 11 of or 12. Yeah. yeah. I mean, definitely on the edge. Um, I really like the, uh, just the artistic take on, on, I mean, I, one, I mean, it was shot in Miami. I mean, come on. I mean, we're Floridians. I mean, come on. Um, I gotta, I gotta support us here, you know? Um, and on top of that, I just, I ultimately love this, the story and I love to see the transformation of this character. Um, and I, I just loved how the film just divided, um, his life. And I, I love the dialogue that he had with some specific characters, such as his mother. Um, I would say, I'm going to go ahead and call him his uncle. I mean, he really wasn't his uncle, but he was a, he was a, he was a father figure to him. Uh, Mahershala Ali, which you know he won an Oscar for last last year. He was so good, um, so freaking good in that film. So I mean, if you're gonna watch anything, watch it for Mahershala Ali. Watch it for the story. I think the story is really good. Such a such an amazing story. Mm -hmm. um, I absolutely, uh, I think I think it was just an overall just a beautiful film. I, I loved it. Um, I would 100% watch it again. I haven't watched it since. I'm trying to watch Rival right now. Um, whenever I find, whenever I find the time to. Yeah. But um, we actually know somebody was in that movie, by the way. Yes, uh, we have like a small cameo in that movie. Shout out um, Justin Eberhack. Yeah, shout out Justin Eberhack. But um, yes, uh, 
check out that movie, uh, Moonlight. If you guys haven't seen it, definitely check it out. All right. Uh, this might be the wrong episode for me to say this one because I, I probably need to go more in depth on this. But I will say this. Nobody can ever accuse me of saying that I will not. I, I'm not willing to have my mind changed. And I've always been like this. You can, if you can convince me, I will fully admit that you have convinced me that I was wrong. Or if the movie itself can convince me that I was wrong, then I will fully admit and I will change my mind on a movie. And that movie, drumroll please, is Get Out. Um, Get Out has changed my mind. I originally thought that this was just a good movie. It's It was okay. Like, it's, it's whatever. It was overhyped. And... I think the problem was that I was looking at this mostly as just a horror movie. And as a horror movie, I stand by what I said. It is, it's fine. It's not a scary movie. It's not really that scary. It's more creepy than scary. I would call it a thriller. I would really call it a horror film. But, it, 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 but that's, that's the thing. It's marketed and most people talk about it like it's a horror movie. And okay. I, it's, it's, to me, it's just not scary. And that's the thing. And ultimately, it's off of a horror movie, and it's a fine enough thriller-type, horror-type movie. But there's so much beneath the surface with this movie, and the second time watching it, I really, really, really appreciated the script a lot more. And I actually love the way this movie is written, and I was able to more appreciate the creepier aspects of this movie. Again, I do think they slightly overuse jump scares, things like that, whatever. Um, those are minor, minor details of this movie. My rating on this movie has drastically changed. I'm not going to say it here. If you actually want to see what it is, I'll change it on Letterboxd so you can go and see it there. And no, I want you to say it. Why I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Go check out my Why Letterboxd. Not? Uh, because Why not? Why don't you say it? Ozzy, we have a Ozzy, podcast Ozzy, for Ozzy, a reason. Ozzy, Ozzy, trust me. Uh, trust me. With the podcast, it will probably come up. Just I'll leave it there. Okay. It better come up. It, this is upsetting. Look, I'm just saying. I it's not, if I, I'm not remember, saying I'm it like, now, if I'm not saying it now, maybe I'll bring it up at some point in the future. Relax. That's all I'm saying. I, That's all I I'm just, saying. I just want to just let everybody know. Okay. Every time I would ask this guy before the podcast, I'd be like, "Yo, so what are you giving this movie? Like, what are you gonna really? Like, no, man. Just just wait for the show, man. You're gonna find out. You're gonna find out. And I'm like, all right, whatever. Okay. The one time I ask him on the show on air. What is rating is? I gotta know. But, hey, because I've already rated the movie. <laughs> I don't because we already reviewed the now. movie, and we reviewed it. it a long time ago. And trust oh, me, God. it'll be better for content if we wait. That's all I'm saying. That's just no, relax. No. Let, trust me. I just better know about it as soon as it's over. As soon as the episode's over. <laughs> You're gonna know. Relax. <laughs> Especially if you catch up on all these 2017 you know movies, you know so we can get what, to what we need to get to. You know what? You know what you need to watch again, which I really want you to give a second shot. Which I'm mad that Manchester you know, by the you Sea. Haven't watched it. Yes, you haven't given it a second shot. Now I want you to give it. A second I will. Shot. And again, I am completely. And th if this proves anything, if this experience proves anything to anybody, it, and this is something I already know about myself, I am willing to have my mind change, and I'm willing to give things a second chance for the most part. If especially if it's like a situation where I liked something but I didn't love it and I didn't understand why everybody loved it, but it, think, there's lines. No, no, that's that's what I was getting to. <laughs> I act. There's a difference. I liked Get Out. I liked something. Another example that didn't change my mind: uh, Mad Max Fury Road. I liked Mad Max Fury Road. I liked Manchester by the Sea, which is why I'm willing to give it a second chance. I actively hate. 
three billboards outside of Ebbing, Missouri. I will not oh, watch that movie again. Absolutely um, ridiculous. I actively but anyways, hate that movie. So anyway, I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna force you on that. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, I'm just glad that you know I got you watched Walking Dead, and you know what? I got you to watch. You know you're gonna watch Mission Impossible again. I will. Oh, I will. All right. But anyway, hey, maybe you need to give some movies a second chance or TV shows, um, Breaking Bad, <laughs> a second chance. But no, anyway. no, no. I, and and I, I said I said on air that I would. I said on air that I would. I said I would. <laughs> I will. Just give me, you got to give me some I know. Time. I know. Right now, I don't, I, I don't have time. I don't have time. All right. We are running really <laughs> long on this episode, and we apologize for that. But, hey, we had some random <laughs> arguments throughout this episode that we were not expecting to have. But it is fine. Um, go online and pressure Ozzy to watch the Black Lightning premiere. Uh, but no, I don't. I'm not. I'm actually just joking about that. Don't. I don't condone that behavior, <clears throat> Ozzy, with The Walking Dead. Um, but anyway, what do you mean? I was crying <laughs> about The Walking Dead for like three to four years, and then you made a freaking post about it, and I was like, What do you mean? All right, years, like four years. Ozzy, what are you? Uh, why don't you sign us out? so salty with you right now i can't believe i would do an audible hey go check out um audibletrial.com slash screenfellas i'm gonna throw that out there right now we're not gonna do the whole read because we don't have any time but anyway ozzy why don't you sign us out hi guys cars working people will find you on social media you can find me on twitter and instagram at cherry456 and make sure you follow us all over social media all at screenfellas facebook twitter instagram the youtube channel and our website brianna is back as our writer so definitely go and check out the website um, for all of that content there. I think that's one of the best news I've heard of 2017. Having Brianna, 2018, sorry. <laughs> Having Brianna back as a writer. We just keep getting more positive news for 2018, and it's fantastic. Check out Brianna as she is back to being our head writer for Screen Fellas. Um, you guys can definitely check me out at Castro Ozzy for Twitter. Um, if you guys have any recommendations, any movies or TV shows, email me. Ozzy.Castro at ScreenFellows.com. Want to listen to whatever you guys have to say. Give me critiques, guys. You guys are more going to talk. Tell me how to talk. Let me know. Um, but all right. Carlos, want to sign us up? <laughs> no. <laughs> you can sign us up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Google Play. Also, check out the YouTube channel. We have some content coming out right now. Um, so definitely check it out. Guys, this is Screen Fellas. Thank you.